Hey everybody, it is Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, which means it's time for the Monster Mavic Show. And 4 p.m. Eastern is whatever it means where you are, which is why I guess we use UTC on everything. Uh, we got a few people in the chat. We got AA Gabriel, we got Biz, we got Coronavirus Krim, our, my shipping partner. Uh, we got Foxcoit, Cly. Uh, welcome, Cly. I don't know if this is your first your first episode or not, but, uh, you know, come in, hang out. We got the Ron Dunn, the producer extraordinaire. We got Revised Sociology. Oh, Inertia and Cal just jo popped in. Shimmy's VXC. And we also, uh, that's people in the Discord. So, you know, if you're watching on Vim or MSPWaves.com or Theta or 3Speak or you're watching the recording or you're listening to the podcast version, you know, jump in the audience it's it's way more fun that way um but if you are watching one of the live stream platforms uh you will notice that my my background is fixed and that's because <laughs> i got lights uh which are crazy bright actually and the <laughs> uh the you know cheapy you know 15 18 dollar lights on on amazon and i set up one on the left one on the right to kind of you know do the whole shadow thing you need with uh with green screens and it works amazingly well so uh you know if you are into the whole streaming thing i recommend it but it is really bright it's like right in the eyes so maybe i'll have to uh uh set up some baffling or you know when you i i, I don't know the photography term but you know you get the get the reflection umbrella kind of things or the um you know the, the white screens because uh just having the lights themselves is is a lot of uh, diffusion thank you ron that is that is the word i was looking for so um so yeah let's uh jump in so today's august 4th and uh fun fact it's you know my wife's birthday today light thingies yes uh so uh after we get off the line here then it's time for birthday dinner and celebrations and stuff so that is uh fun for me <laughs> doesn't affect you at all but uh but there it is. <laughs> so I did have a few topics <coughs> that I wanted to hit uh, today, and I will actually switch the stream so that you can actually see the browser, because I do use the the uh, the video stream, you know, to show my browser. Like right now, you're looking at my D City city. Um, let's go, go ahead and close that. So yeah, I did have a few things I wanted to hit today. Uh, so one is that, you know, we had another AMA, uh, with Agrod and Yabba, uh, a couple highlights that I got from it were, um, you know, DICE is coming soon, you know, next few weeks, uh, they quasi committed to August and, uh, you know, we had a, a whole discussion on, you know, how to pronounce the name of the DICE because it's A-Z-M-A-R-E. And, you know, E is with the, uh, with the accent mark. So I'm going with Asmari as, as the pronunciation. And, you know, the guys who created it can't seem to decide on how it's, how it's pronounced. So I'm going to go with that as quasi-official. <laughs> so Asmari Dice. And, uh, you know, they, they implied that they are going to do their airdrop system at 50,000 marks. So there's 300,000. Uh, dice, which means they're going to have six airdrops, and um, you know, I still think that's too many, and I went over 
all of that in a post. So let me actually find the post. You would think I'd be prepared, but you'd be wrong. Uh, let's see, profile. So uh, I did a little math on the distributions and Yabba immediately jumped in and said, well, you know, you're not quite right. So that is the post, but you know, based on Yabba's response, uh, I changed the math a little bit. So let's bring up the old spreadsheet. Uh, pack values. Okay, so here we go. So uh, in, in that post, <laughs> no post spam, please. <laughs> I do what I want. Respect my authority. Uh, so in, in that post, I had assumed a certain distribution of cards. And Yabba is saying, well, uh, they're going to go for uh, a more equal distribution. So right now they're thinking six commons, six rares, three epics, and five legendaries. So I updated my spreadsheet with that particular distribution and with 300,000 uh, 300, dice, it comes out to, it comes out to, let me see if I can actually make this uh, screen capture. All right, so that is, that comes out a little small, but uh, basically what it's saying is that you have 300,000 dice. In that, each pa each dice has, or die, or whatever it's going to be called, it has 1.5, uh, or has five cards, so it's 1.5 million cards. So let's just say for the sake of, you know, uh, our, this example here, <laughs> that, um, you know, all, all those, all those, all those dice are opened, and a lot, most of them are going to be with potions because of the change in the uh, usage of potions for rewards in that you can't do that anymore. So there's going to be a lot of potions hanging around, so a lot of the dice are going to be using potions. Is dice a new set? Yes, dice is the new promo things, the replacement for orbs, uh, which is coming in the next couple, few weeks. So, uh, so if all of those are sold and all of those are opened with potions, then we end up with somewhere in the neighborhood of 400 potential maximum level sets. Now, obviously, not all of them are going to be going to be combined uh, with, uh, you know, to max level. So, you know, based on on the prior uh, prior sets, we could say that, you know, about half of that will will be combined to max level. So um, you're looking at 200 max sets, which is, you know, plenty for the current user base. And uh, I, I still would prefer to have too many. But the interesting thing was that we're going to have we're going to have six summoners in there. And I guesstimated that five of the six rare dice are going to be summoners and those are going to be the elemental summoners. And then one of the legendaries is going to be a summoner. So um, actually, no, sorry. So. <laughs> All I, I guesstimated that all six were going to be the rare summoners, so one of each element and then and then dragon. So uh, if you do that, you know what I was trying to figure out was what premium are they charging for these? Because you know the cards are going to have a certain burn rate, and uh, that's all that's all great and everything. Even with the with the doubling of the burn rate compared to untamed, um, you're still looking at. Uh, you're still looking at like a three to one kind of premium. So basically, on average, if you buy dice, you are you are overpaying for the compared to the to, compared to the burn value by a factor of three. So 
Uh, if you spend 3,000 Dark Energy Crystals, you're going to get 1,000 Dark Energy Crystals of, of burn value. And the question is, is that worth it? Are the cards going to be going to have that demand that will elevate the price enough to compensate for that premium? And I don't know. Um, I'm thinking unlikely at this point. Obviously, we'll have to wait and see what the what the cards are and the design of everything and how they play into the meta. Uh, but you know, with orbs, you know that that definitely was not the, was not the case. So. Uh, you know, I'm I'm cautiously skeptical, I guess, uh, of the value of. <laughs> I'm cautiously skeptical of the value of the um, the dice. So, uh, and Biz is saying part of the problem with orbs is that the promo burn rate, it was often too profitable for people to just open and flip and open and flip. That greatly accelerated how quickly the orbs went. Uh, yeah, and then the market got saturated, and then they stopped. <laughs> so uh, there just wasn't enough demand for the cards uh, for the size of the set, basically. Now, uh, so the burden rate, though, does not quite factor in uh, an important issue, which is the summoner premium. So on average, I took a look in the Peak Monsters market that uh, summoners go for about five times what a regular monster goes for. Uh, you know, same same rarity level and everything. So if we if we factor that in, then <laughs> instead of three to one, it's like a three to one premium. It's like a one point five to one uh, premium, which is not as bad. So there there is something there to uh, to make the cost worth it. Plus, there's going to be guild discounts. You know, I think we tops out at eight percent, I believe. Uh, let's see if that's true. Uh, if we go over to guilds, guild info, guild hall, uh, ba -ba -ba. that's building level, quest lodge is what I want. Yeah, eight percent. Might go up to nine percent. Uh, so yeah, so you know, if you assume that the that the summoner premium holds, then ten percent. All right, ten percent. <laughs> okay. You know, we just had a season reset, so the, uh, you know, the Immortal Gods is just showing 8 because we have to regain level 10 in the Quest Lodge, which we were doing, you know, rapidly. Um, <laughs> so, you know, if we take if we take 10% off, then, you know, we, get, we drop down from 1.5 to 1 to like 1.4 to 1 or 1.35 to 1, something like that. So at that point, you know, you're getting in the range of being worthwhile. So, uh, but that that assumption is that the 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 dice summoners are going to maintain that premium, and we'll have to wait and see if that's actually true. Don't forget the promotion bonus too for bulk discounts. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's a good point. I had not I had not thought about that. Uh, you know, a lot of these are going to be given away in season rewards as well, and um, you know, buy a hundred get ten free. Yes, that is true. So if if those summoners maintain that premium, then we're we're approaching parity, you know, in terms of in terms of value, which is okay. Um, you know, obviously you want there to be you know huge demand in order to um, in order to you know drive drive buying because all of this is uh, you know a sink for dark energy crystals, and you know if. When every dice is sold, which I think they will be eventually, one way or the other, um, the that would be 900 million dark energy crystals burned, and I'm not even sure what the current supply of dark energy crystals is. 
but I don't, it's, uh, let's see. Can I get Hive Engine to work? What do you think? Uh, not doing its pop-up thing. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's Gerber here. Uh, it doesn't look like it. So, you know, he's the one who has all the stats uh, of the engine stuff. Super handy. But anyway, 900 million is a lot. Some of those, you know, the portion of which that is given out as rewards is not going to go towards that 900 million because those are just freebies. But uh, still, it's going to be uh, quite a lot of Dark Energy Crystals burned. So, you know, as, as the main currency, obviously, we're all in favor of, of things that support the price. And, you know, burning that much or, or some factor of that uh, will, be, will be great, I think. And the, the, uh, the market seems to agree. So if we use, you know, the DEC-USD command here, we can see that we've gotten a, a bit of a bid lately uh, on Dark Energy Crystals. And so, you know, the dice is part of that lands as part of that um one of the things that that agrid mentioned in the ama was that some buildings will require certain land types so uh if you're going to want you know all the possible uh options in your land empire then you're going to need you know multiple types of land so uh obviously we don't know any numbers yet but that does indicate that you're gonna you know if if you're one of the one of the uh, bigger whales, or if you want to become like a like a land merchant of some kind, you're going to need quite a bit of 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 land to make that work. And then the the land and the um, and the buildings and and the additional guild buildings that are going to be released, those are all going to be dark energy crystal uh, sinks. So you know, uh, I think it's time to to start loading up. Um, and, you know, so myself, I put in bids for about 2 million Dark Energy Crystals this morning. And if you look at the depth uh, chart, then you can see that there's a lot of bidding. <laughs> so, I mean, granted, it's, you know, obviously the lower in price, the more worthy bid. But, you know, you've got 6 million in bids here uh, down to, uh, you know, not that much of a discount. We're, we're at, we're at uh, 238 right now, and this is down to uh basically 200 uh 1977 something like that so uh you know people people are loading up i know zaku has a bunch um you know i know j69 has obviously a lot from all the sales that he did uh but he seems to be pretty much done which is interesting so if we go to the market and we look at betas because that's the biggest chunk of stuff he's selling or he was selling Let's take a look at, I don't know, pick a card, any card. Gold Dragon. So, like, on the Gold Dragon listings, you know, J69 is nowhere to be seen. And, obviously, I haven't gone through every single one, but, uh, you know, uh, a week or a couple weeks ago, that was all, all his listings were, were uh, flooding the market. And I've noticed in my own uh, Peak Monsters collection value, uh, the portfolio value, uh, it started to tick back up. So I think we're kind of done. <laughs> and if you didn't pick up cards, uh, you're going to be kicking yourself in the, uh, in the future. In the future. But um, yeah, so I'm back up to almost 55. So that got as low as 52 uh, recent weeks. And 
you know, that was a high, like right when Untamed came out, that was like 96. So that's big swing. And I'm looking at the market prices, not the, not the list prices. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, you know, what I said a few weeks ago about how we're going to look back on this time as the golden, golden period or the golden time to, to pick up your cards for cheap. And the, um, you know, if you didn't get it, I think you missed the window. Um, so, <laughs> hold on one second, guys. Okay, <laughs> and I'm back. Um, so yeah, so if you didn't pick up cards, uh, at least for betas, then I think you're going to be kicking yourself at, at this time, you know, next year. And, you know, we had, um, we had a couple of rewards cards go out of print, you know, this past season uh, to use Kyokuz's list. And uh, Spirit Miner, I guess it was just Spirit Miner, but the, the Kraken is about to go as well. <laughs> Biz already regrets not buying more cards. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Spirit Miner's gone, which is a great card. Um, Kraken's about to go out. A bunch of others are reaching uh, reaching their, their print run. Uh, Zalran is about there, but, you know, Zalran's not such a in-demand. Uh, such Not such an in-demand card. And, yeah. Yatsik Yasek uh, says that J six nine has about sixty million dark energy crystals. Uh, yeah, somewhere in there, he's got a lot to unload. So the bid that we have of six million is not going to get him to uh, to cash out. But uh, you know, we'll see what he does with it. Maybe maybe he crashes the, the dark energy crystal market next. And if that's the case, then I, you know that's your time to pick it up. You know, because you know it's weird when you have one guy who's shifting the market. Uh, back and forth like that, but you know that's what happens when you have an outsized whale, and you know you always want to follow the old saying, you know you don't want to buy when there's blood in the streets. And in the case of betas, we had that just this, these past few weeks. So now we are uh, going to be back to our normal trends, I think, of you know slowly rising uh, prices as the supply gets gobbled up, and then the and then the, um, you know, eventually they'll become like alphas where you can't actually really buy them anymore just because there's not enough liquidity. So, uh, you know, is what it is, right? So eventually that, that buying activity will have to shift to untamed and then untamed will accelerate in sales volume. So I was thinking about that. And I wanted to take a look at the status of the flippening. So uh, if, you are, if you are new to Splinterlands or you have not seen my, <laughs> my flippening posts in the past. So the flippening is what happens. And it's kind of what Biz was talking about with the orbs, where the expected value of a pack is greater than the cost of that pack. So it's actually, uh, it's actually financially viable to just buy packs and then open them up and then sell the cards. So I was trying to get an idea of where we were with that, with the Untamed set. So I went to uh, the Peak Monsters uh, uh, pack calculator, which is 
which is a great tool to use if you haven't used it before. And this is what that looks like. So basically, you know, you want to look at uh, what the you want the what the big bulk packs are, are going for. So, you know, uh, a 500 set of of untamed costs a million dark energy crystals, and you get 75 bonus on that. So, um, so it's it's 575, uh, 2875 cards in that special, and the the estimated value according to peak uh, right now without any potions is 53 cents. So, uh, you know, Dark Energy Crystal has that, has that par value of, of 1,000 Dark Energy Crystals per dollar, which is where they get the, the $1,000 um, price. And that, you know, at one point was true. But right now, obviously that's not true. So the, the actual cost of, dark, of getting a million Dark Energy Crystals is basically right at the bid. So if you look back at that depth chart, you know, there's a million dollar ask, or, or a million uh, uh, Dark Energy Crystal ask, um, you know, basically at 241, which is just a few points higher than, than where we are now. And so, you know, if you wanted to do that deal, you could, you could buy it just straight off the market and cost you, uh, you know, 530 bucks, and then you could buy those packs. So, <laughs> little monsters. Do I have little monsters behind me? It's entirely possible. You know, they're <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, 530 bucks is, is what it's actually going to cost you, not a thousand. And, you know, at, uh, at 53 cents, you know, that's, that's getting close, right? So, you know, 0. 0.53 times 575 is 30, I call it 305. So 530, 305. So it's, it's a bit of a premium, uh, but it's not, not too bad. So then if you actually look at it, you know, with potions on, you know, now we're up to 88 cents uh, per pack. And 88 times 575. So now we're at 506. Now, obviously, you're going to have potions. You're going to need potions for that to work. But people are getting potions as part of rewards. And then the ones that you have to buy are discounted through through uh, guild bonuses and whatnot. So, you know, we're not there, but it's getting a lot closer than it was, and uh, that is that is interesting because once once the flipping turns, like we saw in alpha and we saw in beta, those packs go like right away. We got people you know who are monitoring those markets uh, actively, and you know anytime there's an arbitrage opportunity, they're in there and making that arbitrage happen. So, uh, you know, it's something to keep out, keep an eye out for because it happens just faster than, uh, than you think, really. So that was, uh, that was just an interesting little, little side journey I, w I went down because, you know, I just wanted to see where we, are, where we were. Uh, and, you know, the other part about, about Untamed is the, is the airdrops. <laughs> So uh, we have finally the next uh, legendary summoner was revealed, and it's Lear Deep Swimmer, which is my design, which I'm very very happy about. Um, so this is a water summoner, seven mana, same like uh, the other ones. And uh, we had a little bit of a discussion in the Discord about uh, the stats. 
because you know the stats of this do not represent what I submitted at all, and you know I think that's that's actually a good thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're trying to keep it family friendly, Biz. You know, but um, <laughs> the uh, so what 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 all the designers of the legendary summoners had submitted was basically based on the beta five mana summoners. So you know, nobody had a real conception that we were going to go to seven and get extra special, extra better uh, abilities. But this guy, a Lear Deep Swimmer, has plus two shields, has blind, and it has return fire. So uh, that is fantastic. And it is a... F <laughs> uh, plus two... Right, right, plus two armor, not shields. Yes, you are correct. Uh, it, but it's on a shield, so I call it shields. So, yeah. Anyway, um, it's it's basically a great counter to Yodenzaku. And, you know, people have been complaining about Yodenzaku uh, a lot, about, you know, Biz doesn't like that it's a fiery mongoose and not a cat. And other people don't like, you know, that it's, that it's so seemingly overpowered. Um, you know, it's, it's powerful, but it's not overpowered, I don't think. Um, but regardless, <laughs> whatever you think about it, Lear here is going to be a, a great counter because... You know, with the the armor, I was about to say shields again, <laughs> with the armor and the return fire, then it'll be uh, a, a strong a strong counter. So uh, Biz is saying it is overpowered. It's like the new Renan. Yeah. Either way, it's not going to be nerfed, I don't think. Um, and I think Lear here is is a way of not nerfing Yodenzaku. So I I think it'll it'll satisfy the people who want to, uh, uh, who would feel bad about it otherwise. Yeah, no plans to nerf. I think that was actually officially stated at, at one point. Um, so yeah, I mean, Yoden's a great card. Uh, Lear's going to be a great card. Uh, Mimosa is a great card. So I think they're all going to be, um, all going to be winners. So where are we on the, on the list? Ah, we have 3,000 to go. So that's not going to last all that long. So what have we been? What, what kind of pace have we been at? Let's see. Hive, uh, data, space, Winterlands. Let's take a look here. Uh, purchases, booster packs. Let's see what we got here. We're still averaging about fifteen hundred a day. So that's you know two days worth. of, of uh, before we hit that next 100,000. And that's exciting. Uh, I'm sure that it won't last, you know, I don't even think it'll last a full two days from this point because, you know, those last few tend to go pretty quickly. But, you know, just a week ago, we were at, you know, what, 15,000, 20,000 to go, something like that. So uh, it, is, it is nice to see the, the, uh, the acceleration in the pace. And Biz is pointing out that you need 425 packs to get a guaranteed Lear. So I don't need to buy 74 more because, well, one, I have 2,700 packs on my other holding account, and two, it's my design, so I get one. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like one Zaku and half of Gerber and packs are gone. That is, that is true. So both those guys tend to buy quite a bit. Uh, I, I almost feel bad for, for getting Gerber hooked on Splinterlands. 
I could use extras. I have so many accounts. Yeah, so you know, on the on the legendary summoners there, I uh, I do not give my delegated accounts those. Um, so speaking of, I have so many accounts. I did set up the thing I was talking about last week. So if we go over to events, and I don't know why it doesn't show up sometimes, uh, but you go to anytime, you will see this guy. This is the first NASCAR 2020 event tournament. So what this is, is it's eight accounts. They're, they're accounts that I made. And they're accounts that I combined cards for and delegated to. So all of these accounts are identical. They're all silver level. At the moment, they're, just, they're, they're only betas. But they also have the, because they're new, uh, because they are new, um, they're new uh, summoner spellbooks, then they also have the virtual untamed cards. So it's it's uh, level five commons, it's level four rares, it's level three epics, and then plus whatever the, the one BCX, um, you know, level one untamed cards that are contained in the virtual set. So there's eight of them available, and there's a, there's a tournament starting tomorrow at noon my time, uh, which is Eastern US. So the way it's going to work is that, you know, players are going to are going to pay for access and the price i decided on for this one was 2.5 hive because that's that's the average of the reward so basically um everybody's going to pay in and then split the money more or less i think there's a there's a slight variance there uh but it's it's minimal and uh there are a couple rules with this tournament so uh you cannot delegate cards to or from um you know any of these accounts during the tournament if you do, you'll be disqualified and banned for life. So um, right now, I, I you know just from the sneak peek that I posted in Discord, I had someone contact me and uh, pay the entry fee. Um, so that's one out of eight are gone. And the the thing I like about this so much is that you know people well people complain right <laughs> that's that's just human nature. Um, so Biz, so this is an interesting point. So he says, so if I play and I delegate cards to my seven opponents, they are all DQ'd and I win. Hurrah. So yeah, uh, all sides are going to get disqualified in that and you'll all be banned. Because, <laughs> um, you know, that, that is a potential exploit. Uh, you, could, you could delegate to your opponent and, you know, cause me to disqualify him. So if that's the case, you'll both get disqualified. Just ban them all. Uh, you know, the, the point of this is to level the playing field because there are people who feel that, you know, uh, Splinterlands is, is very much pay to win. And to a certain degree it is. Uh, you know, the people who don't have the cards underestimate how much skill is actually required. Uh, <laughs> Inertia says it's socialism. Uh, it's, it's uh, well, you have to pay for access. So I don't think it's socialism. So... You know, the rewards are, you know, if you come in first place, you get eight hive as a reward. If you come in second place, you get four. If you come in third or fourth, you get two. And if you come in fifth through eighth, it's you get one hive. So everybody wins something. Um, you know, I had somebody say, like, well, why not just eliminate the second half, you know, the five through eights, and then just make the price lower? And, um, you know, I could do that. The math works out the same. But, you know, it's nice to win something. So I decided to give everybody at least something. Everybody's a winner, right? It's crony capitalism. Maybe so. 
so right now, you know, this is just starting. Uh, there's no legendaries in the deck, by the way. Um, and, you know, I'm just, I'm just pricing this at the, uh, like I said, the value of, of the rewards, you know, average expected value, which is 2.5. And, you know, the, I want, I want to see who's better, honestly. Um, you know, obviously everybody has their own particular play style and the, the cards that are in these decks might not fit your exact play style. Uh, maybe they will, maybe they won't, you know, that'll, that'll depend on each individual person. But what it does do is it, it removes the criticism of, or the concern that, well, he, that guy just won because of luck or because of, uh, you know, he had better cards than me or whatever. So by, by giving everybody a level playing field, I think this will be attractive to a lot of people. And the, the people who don't have the cards or can't afford the cards or whatever for their own decks, they can, they can get into one of these and, you know, and play, you know, uh, play at, at high levels of competition. So, uh, <laughs> I like, oh no, did I just drop in on a Steam Monster show? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> and it's actually a Splinterland show now because we, uh, change the name so yeah i don't know you can drop out if you want it won't hurt my feelings <laughs> i um but yeah so so that's that's a new thing so um i also titled it nascar 2020 01 because well obviously the year's 2020 this is the first and what i'm going to be doing is i want to be tracking stats over the course of these tournaments and that's you know at some point probably in december I'm going to have a tournament of champions kind of deal where the best players are going to be uh, invited for a, for a special tournament that'll be, you know, to see who's the best of the best, basically. Because we know that in the current tournaments, uh, Yasek and Biz, both those guys win a lot of them. Uh, you know, BJI wins a lot. Uh, and we'll see, you know, if that ends up remaining true in, in these level playing field kind of tournaments. Uh, can someone drop a link to the Splinterland stats sites? You got it, Revise. PayPal thinks, still thinks it's Steam Monsters. Yeah, changing names with PayPal is, is annoying. I've, I've gone through that myself. Uh, <laughs> the best players that were not banned. That's true. So, so yeah, um, I will tell you that, uh, you know, this is the first run. I don't know if you can hear my kids screaming in the background or not. Um... This is the first run, and I set the rewards in Hive, and I didn't realize when I did that that I had to deposit it ahead of time. So, um, you know, it'll be tough to claw that back from any potential disqualifications. But, you know, in the future, I'm going to try to do, like, a more custom kind of thing where, uh, you know, I have more... I, I have time to review the, the explorers to make sure that there wasn't any cheating going on. Uh, but I imagine I'll hear about it. <laughs> That's that's my guess anyway. So, um, you know, if somebody comes in and loses a match and the other player has a card that's not in their deck, they're going to say, hey, um, that seems kind of weird. I'm going to I'm going to send a message to Neil and, and see what's up. So I I think there will be some some feedback mechanisms there. Uh, here's Seal screeching in the background. Yeah, those are my kids <laughs> that are I don't know what they're screaming about. The door is supposed to be closed and yet it's not. Um 
In fact, I will tell the wife, say, close the door. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, kids do not respect doors. <laughs> it's true. Especially these little ones. Uh, they, they don't. I mean, I'm trying to train them, you know, daddy's working, you know, don't come downstairs, all that kind of stuff. But, uh,. <laughs> control the crotch goblins exactly so yeah so we're working on it uh let's see oh just as as a as a random aside i wanted to uh i got this email from wax and uh you know i was i was following uh, i follow william shatner on twitter and uh he had these collectible trading cards uh that were uh released july 30th and they sold out in like seven minutes. So uh, I, I only bring that up to say that, you know, this is this is a great sign for just more widespread adoption, more understanding of, of NFTs. And, you know, all of that is to the good. You know, we've had a bit of a pump in the price of Bitcoin, obviously, over the last week. And let's see if I can bring up a, a good chart here. So let's... Uh, copy that now normally i would leave this for scaredy cat but uh i believe scaredy cat is traveling at the moment so i don't think there's a show in the next hour normally that would be the scaredy cat investor's guide or not scaredy cat investor show investor's guide is his book so yeah we saw we saw bitcoin break through uh some resistance class seems perfectly sustainable uh yeah so you know if we zoom out a bit we see that uh, we're popped back into the range of, of resistance that we saw back uh, a year ago, basically. So that's, that's, you know, interesting. And, you know, lots of other assets have been catching a bit as well with all the stimulus money starting to float around, you know, what I call hot money. And, you know, those going to, goes into Bitcoin, it goes into gold. Gold's at a record high uh, in U.S. dollars today, uh, over 2000 in fact. Uh, I believe Banjo is in here, has a command for that. So yeah, gold's at 2018, 2018. Silver's up to 26, you know, platinum, palladium, rhodium, those are all up. So, you know, the money is flowing. And, you know, Bitcoin is still, you know, it's it's making a little bit of progress in, in terms of mind share. Um, but, you know, it's not dominating the news like it did during the, the $20,000 uh you know spike so the 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 key event is when when bitcoin breaks those previous highs and starts to be covered in the news cycle again like it was and all those normies come on board into crypto then we will see you know that following that echo spike in all other things like you know like hive and and ethereum uh, although ethereum's doing well on its own um and all all the other blockchain assets that are out there and part of that will be splinterlands cards so um and as well as dark energy crystals and, and all the other game tokens so i am i am pretty excited uh, by all of that and i think it's going to be here before people expect basically because uh, you know these things you know once once they push the resistance there's you know there's large moves that happen very rapidly um, you know, Clyde's saying, you know, it's, it's not a sustainable thing. It's like, well, 
you know, when you're when you're gaining market share, then you are you have these outsized moves, and you know, Bitcoin is gaining market share in U.S. dollars, and I actually haven't checked other currencies, but I imagine it's similar in in euros and yen and whatever else. So, um, so it's 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 not like it's a mature market where. Uh, you could say that, oh, you know, it's based on the fundamentals, then it should be X, Y, or Z. Uh, it's, it's not a mature market. It's a growing market. So those kinds of comparisons don't really apply. And Inertia says, Normies buy big, Normie buys Bitcoins. Now what? Alts. That's exactly right. Or they come in, if, you know, let's say Bitcoin is $56,000 a coin. They say, well, I don't want to pay $56,000. I'll buy one of these, you know, $2 coins and I'll get, you know, the same dollar amount of them, but, you know, a, uh, a much larger nominal number. And, you know, the math doesn't really work out on that, but that's just, that's just what people do. That's why stocks, you know, companies have their stocks split. You know, Apple's doing a four for one. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's just that unit bias that people have, and that's okay. You know, we can't really, based on the, on the structure, uh, you can't really split Bitcoin like you can a stock. Uh, so people will just opt over to those those less expensive uh, tokens. Smart money is investing in marbles right now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know I don't know if you guys follow the Leo uh, Finance roundtables, but uh, Roland Thomas wants to implement uh, a binary options contract on on basically betting who's going to win in the marble races. <laughs> So, uh, you know, it, I, I've watched a couple of them. They're, they're pretty fun. Um, you know, it's a good time. A good time is had by all. And the guys who do the announcing are, are, are doing a great job. So, uh, you know, that might be coming to, to the high blockchain at some point. I don't know if uh, Cal is in here. Looks like no. But, uh, you know, he says it's on, it's on the radar for, for developing a, a binary options site like that. Uh, you know, there are other platforms for that kind of activity. But, um, you know, obviously Hive has the advantage of, you know, no transaction fees, no gas, it's fast and all the usual things you already know about Hive. Uh, that makes it a, a better usability or a better user experience. Uh, there are Hive shaped course obstacles that will be perfect to sponsor. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, you know, when when the cryptomania is here, I think that would be a great a great move uh, for whoever's in charge of business development for Hive. If there is anybody in charge, I don't know. So, uh, so yeah. So anyway, point is William Shatner's stuff sold out in like seven minutes. People are already starting to, to uh, people are already starting to trade them on a secondary market, uh, which, you know, wax is, is okay for. And, uh, you know, it's just a sign of the time. So we've got, we've got garbage pail kids, We've got William Shatner cards. We've got, uh, you know, just more and more stuff, you know, appealing to normies. Um, and in fact, I actually sent Agrid a, a message the other day uh, with this tweet. Let's see if I can copy this link. And this was super interesting. So this guy is saying that uh, they have a crypto focused fund um, and they are uh, they are looking for uh, crypto projects to, to, to invest in 250,000 and 10 million. And, uh, he listed out 16 different, uh, segments, market segments that they're interested in. And, well, 
so like uh, DeFi, uh, mark, which would be like market makers, uh, insurance, credit scoring, robo-advisors, uh, community-owned networks like fan clubs, world-building, decentralized Bloomberg. So, uh, you know, a lot of the Hive stuff, uh, including Splinterlands, I think would fit in that community-owned networks uh, uh, category. Uh, then to look at a fintech and marketplaces, uh, payments, you know, cross-border stuff, browser micropayments, user-friendly wallets. Uh, user-friendly wallets is obviously a thing that, that crypto needs just desperately. Uh, privacy tech. Um, and so, you know, I, I sent this over to him and I was like, hey, you know, you should check it out. <laughs> send the guy a message. I don't know if he's, he's done so or not, but... Um, you know, there, there's money out there and it's starting to become interested in crypto as a legitimate thing. You know, we have the, uh, what's, what's that one fund? Gray mass or it's gray something, uh, you know, buying more, <laughs> buying more Bitcoin than is being mined right now. Um, Clyde says all crypto should be tested by Peter Schiff because he's the ultimate potato user. <laughs> it's a good point. It's gotta be grandma friendly before it can go mainstream. Cause you know, whether whether it's actually grandma or just a, a middle-aged person who uh, is just not very tech savvy, you know, people people who are using Discord and 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 Threespeak and, and Theta and all these kinds of things are obviously highly technical skilled. Even if you don't feel like it, like you look at a guy like Inertia who's like a coding genius and everything, and you feel like, well, I'm not, I don't have technical skills like that does, uh, or like he does, but you know. Compared to the average population, you're still very technical if you are listening to this at all. So, you know, you have to you have to take into consideration that there are plenty of young people that are very uh, unsavvy when it comes to tech, and that just increases as as you age the population that you're looking at. And you know, the people with money just typically are you know fifty to eh, call it forty five to sixty year olds. You know, so whatever that population segment is, those people have to be able to use the technology in order for it to be adopted. And, you know, right now, crypto is is uh, is not there, even even with, you know, the improvements that have been made. So uh, Clyde says, Ron says he's the boomer standard. Yeah, I, I think that's that's true. I mean, obviously, you know, he he is a very bad case of talking his book. You know, uh, he sells gold, he believes in gold, and he talks all about gold as the, as the only true form of money. And I think he's wrong about that. But, you know, I can understand where he's coming from. But, he, you know, he has that bias. So you, you, have, to, you have to take that into consideration, <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, Klein says, uh, him screeching about Twitter, screeching on Twitter that BTC was trash because he forgot... To back up his private keys made me laugh. Rule number one of crypto is back up your effing keys, LMAO. So, uh, yeah, gold's not a bad option. So, I mean, it just has the issue of portability and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, as it, we are in a connected electronic kind of information world now. So, you know, we the functions that cryptocurrency provides is is better for that kind of environment. Now, he is right, and I've said this before, that, that Bitcoin is not money. It's not money yet, because it is going through its own process of the uh, what the Austrians call the revision, or the reversion... Um, uh, oh crap, I'm totally blanking on the, on the name. 
No. But, you know, it's, it's when you know, a commodity becomes the most widespread commodity and therefore attains monetary status. So Bitcoin and crypto in general is not there yet because, of its, uh, because it hasn't been adopted by the market. Uh, but, you know, it's getting there. I have a quick question about Grog, by the way, as in the card. Overvalued at $1. Well, let's take a look. So let's go to the market. We'll take a look at Grog. He's a rewards card. And he is legendary. He's got Resurrect, Life Leech, Slow, Headwinds. Uh, you know, Resurrect is, is a powerful addition to... Um, is a powerful addition to to the Earth team. Uh, Life Leech is slow, and Headwinds. I mean, Headwinds is always helpful. Slow is always helpful. Life Leech, yeah, you know, um, it's it's okay. Having Life Leech with magic is a little bit better than having Life Leech with uh, ranged, uh, just because you know you have uh, you'll always get that hit, except in um, in the special rule sets. But if we compare them to other reward legendaries. Well, you know, it'll be taken out by Reflect. So, you know, he's only got uh, one health, you know, to, to start. But there's plenty of, of strengthens on the Earth team. So I wouldn't be too concerned about that. Uh, yeah, so uh, Resurrect is, is great if you have a way to heal it after bringing it back to life. And yeah, lots of healers on Earth team. So it's... Uh, you know, it's not bad. Um, so if we take a look at the rewards uh, legendaries. <laughs> Resurrect is also great for scavengers or redemption cards. That's true, too. Uh, so we got Bila, Zalran, Sacred Unicorn, Spirit Druid, Spirit Druid Grog, Spirit Miner, Kraken, Black Dragon, Fallen Spectre. Uh, really to see. So, like of the in-print ones, it's doing it's doing reasonably well. Uh, it's towards the towards the top end. Obviously, Kraken is a little bit better. And you know, I think uh, I think it's a reasonable a reasonable price at the moment. Um, surely he's thus unplayable, except in Equalizer because of the reflected risk. Uh, so you know, I don't think I mean the reflect is a risk. Yes, uh, it is not an insurmountable risk. So. Um, you know, it's it's definitely you gotta you gotta play smart with him. He's not he's not gonna be as ubiquitous as as Arianthus or anything. Um, but you know, it's it's a decent card. You know, and you know you only need eleven of them, so it's not it's not a huge uh, expenditure uh, compared to some of the other cards. Uh, and like Viz is saying, Earth has lots of plus health. Lyanna, Renin, Strengthen from Wood Nymph. Uh, yeah, there's plenty plenty of Strengthen. Uh, in fact, let's take a look. How many Strengthens do we have? In, uh, well, let's just look at Earth and Neutral. And we'll take off that. We'll take off that. Uh, so we got Wood Nymph and Failed Summoner that would be available to uh, to strengthen uh, Grog. So, you know, like I said, not not an every. It's not going to be played in every match, but decently useful, I think. Um, I think a dollar is probably, you know, an okay price. It's not fantastic, but it's okay. And let's see, where are we on the on the list for him? Uh, it should be pretty new. So yeah, he's o he's only seventeen percent printed. But you know, you'll notice that the legendaries get printed faster. 
uh, just because of the distribution, uh, uh, you know, disparities. So, you know, he's only he's already at 17 percent where the other ones of lower rarities are at 13 percent and Bila is at 18 percent similarly. So, you know, I would say, you know, a lot of times the price tends to minimize around 40 uh, percent of the print rate somewhere in there. So you might want to wait a little bit, see if you get a price drop. And uh, those legendary potions were upping the numbers, doubling the rate. That's true. Um, you know, we'll we'll see how that how that evolves over time. And let's see, we have six minutes left. It's amazing how an hour can just fly by sometimes. Um, yeah, I guess with strengthening it work. So yeah, I mean, there's, you know, what has really amazed me with Splinterlands so far is how well the market has, how efficient the market has been in in working with print rates, dark energy crystal bird rates, and then usefulness within the uh, usefulness within the, within the meta of the game. So, uh, you know, accepting you know weird things like we had with J six nine dumping all of his his cards and a couple other whales exiting as well. Then, you know, the the market's just been really good at pricing stuff, and I've been kind of amazed. You know, in the in the original in the pre-alpha days, you know, before there was a game and we were just trading cards back and forth, I was convinced that people were pricing stuff wrong and based on the fact that you could buy a pack for $2. And at that point, it was just $2. It wasn't, uh, you couldn't do like crypto arbitrage or anything. So, um, you know, but, you know, the market ended up proving me wrong. Um, in, in the long run, my speculation was right that alpha commons were going to shoot up in price. And, uh, you know, I, I have benefited, you know, quite a bit from that. But, you know, at any given instant, the market has done a pretty good job of, of pricing everything. So, you know, if it's not worth a dollar to you, then that's okay. You know, wait a bit and uh, we'll see, you know, as, as the supply comes online, like I said, around that 40% mark of the print rate, then is kind of when you'll see the, the most available and, the, and the, at the lowest price. And Biz is upset because he said, I, thought he th <laughs> I did say I was going to talk about uh, cats. Uh, I don't know what you want to talk, what cats you want to talk about uh, in Splinterlands. Uh, there aren't too many cat cards. I guess there's like Crystal Jaguar and stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did get a Crystal Jaguar in the in the eight accounts that I just set up because you know when you buy the summon, the Summoner spellbook, you get a free card, and I got one of uh, uh, I got a Crystal Jaguar as part of that. And Dark Haon, Dark Haon is a cat. That is news to me. Let's take a look at the art here. Uh, let's look at death. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. I guess that's a cat. I, I've never really looked that closely at it. What are you posting? Client oh, BTC divided by ARS. I don't know what ARS is. So it's a winged liger. I mean, maybe. I, I actually thought it was something completely different. I thought it was like a hooded something. But, you know, <laughs> I don't actually look that closely at the art most of the time. Uh, yeah, so, Clyde, what is this chart that you posted? It's uh, going back to 2013. 100% liger. Um, yeah, I mean, it might be. I mean, 
Revise says it looks more like a dog. I don't know. Uh, it's something like that. It's yeah. I'm gonna go with the dog too, just because of the uh, the ears and the snout kind of thing. Argentine BTC price is exploding right now. Yeah, that's uh, not too surprising. <laughs> you know, Ar Argentina tends to break their currency about every five years or so. So maybe that's what's going on right now. Uh, <laughs> okay, so for the artwork for Lear Deepswar, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, you know, because when, when the Kickstarter ended and they said, okay, send in your send in what you want for stats, what name, lore, uh, pictures, and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, on the picture side, I said, I, I don't know. I gave no suggestions at all, and that's what they came up with. Uh, I'm not sure if it's supposed to represent me in that picture, because um, it doesn't look like anything like me, so I don't know. Uh, oh, we got some lore here uh, for, for Dark Haeon. Uh, mystical beast known as the Haeon extensively since their appearance. Somebody needs to proofread this. Uh, ten years ago in an early stage, each choose a single power to form in which they can transform. Their time is then divided in their original humanoid form and their power form, which takes a considerable amount of energy to maintain for long periods of time. The human forms of Haeon are recognizable by their frightening single-colored eyes, a trait which they are endowed when they realize their full shape-shifting potential. The dark Haeon is one of the strongest Haeon, taking the powerful of a large flying cat. All right. It is a cat. Uh, it has been proven... Uh, you have you have you have disabused me of of any dog uh, thoughts about Tarkaon. So uh, you know, Biz is saying, "Is that what I look like?" Well, if you looked on the stream, you would see what I look like. <laughs> I'm not hiding, uh, you know. But um, let's see. Yeah, you can see me just fine. All right. Uh, rule number one: always abuse Neil's beliefs. <laughs> That's a good rule to live by. Anyway, we are coming to the end of the hour, which means it's it's a sad time to go. And normally this is where I would say stay tuned in the next hour for Scaredy Cat, but uh, he's not here. So uh, he's traveling. Ron says no cat today. He's doing his real estate thing. And uh, we will have some announcements about, about real estate stuff uh, coming, coming soon. But that is it for now. And I am going to see you guys next week. Mm -hmm.